sweet Jamie, I love you forever. I know we'll never part. I love you. Welcome to I Used to Watch This. The podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. And I am Mike Sullivan. All right. We're going to get right into it because as we just talked about two seconds ago, we have a lot to talk about. So... First and foremost, what do we want to talk about? Uh, old school so, stuff, Mike. Or, yeah, and old school. Well, I kind of, I guess. <laughs> yeah, kind of old school. Old school and new school. So, yeah, we want to talk a little bit about, real quickly, about Magnum PI and the uh, the Facebook activity around <laughs> what people thought of that show. So, it turns out uh, most people seem to not like it, and I get that perspective because it's you know you're comparing it to a to a classic, right? You're taking something new and so you're comparing old, it to you something yeah. Oh, something yeah, I got you. old yeah, yeah. and great. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so I, I liked it, but I went into it with the perspective of this isn't the Magnum PI we grew up with, right? right? So it would be almost better if they just took away the Ferrari, took away the helicopter, and called it something else. It could have been a different show, really. Yeah, yeah. But I liked it. <laughs> and and I think some people, someone even said something about, you know, it'd been cool if they would have brought the old people back or just not be the same show with the same people, but maybe like be their, what, oh, someone said something about their, uh, it could be their son or nephew instead of it trying to be the same thing, which I guess would have made sense too. Like, hey, this kid's yeah. carrying on the tradition or what have you. Right, but, right. But overall, not many people were happy. So um, Yeah, I'm trying to think of a show where they've done that, where they've like the next generation, I guess like Fuller House. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, well, that was – no, it was just a reboot of the same people. Yeah, but it was like the next generation. Yeah, yeah was, well, I, I, got, I don't know. I never watched it. But I think eventually <laughs> the other people – I don't know. I only they? watched the one episode of that. Well, I do remember – so when they rebooted Knight Rider, <laughs> they did uh, – I did watch some of those, and David Hasselhoff did make an appearance, and I want to say that the person was supposed to be a relative. You know what I mean? Like his nephew or whatever. So they have done that, and it was fine. That wasn't a very good show, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Okay. I just had a little video issue. Hopefully that didn't... uh well, I was recording fine. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good because you were talking and I wasn't. So. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> so, okay, cool. We're all good. All right. I think. So um, any any particular comments jump out at you that anyone said? Or did you just say that and I didn't hear it because it froze on my side? Because it totally froze. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, someone said something about, you know, it could have been his nephew or son that would have been fine. Um. You know, uh, there were some people talking about crossovers, but but mostly it was just, you know, it sucked. Uh, It sucks. Uh, It sucked big time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone said something about they should have had John Cleese as the new Higgins. Oh, uh, yeah. Which could have been interesting. (laughs) He might just be a little too old for it at this point. And I thought I saw something like he's having really trouble hearing. So 
Oh, really? Yeah. But I, I did talk to my mom about it because she watched the show when <laughs> oh, I was yeah. a kid. And yeah. she wasn't even happy. So I'm like, damn, I'm I'm the only one that kind of liked it. But it's cool. We'll yeah, move on. Yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone has their own different opinions. It's fine. All right. So this week, uh, as we said at the end of the last one, we kind of went back to the the $6 million man well, but mostly because we wanted to finish off uh, the Bionic Woman's uh, origin story. So we, what was it? Right. Season, well, see, this is where it got confusing. I showed her looking up online as season three, episodes one and two, The Return of the Bionic Woman. But on the NBC.com right. app and NBC.com, it was really screwy. Was it for you too? It was like season it, four? It and, was se- season four, episode one and two. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I started playing season three, and I'm like, "This isn't, this is not it." <laughs> yeah, and like the uh, the rescue of Athena one what, that we did, which was like season one episode something that said it was like season two. So, yeah. if you watch it on NBC.com, just make sure you're looking at the name of the episode. So, yeah, you but are, it, it are is pretty cool. Right it's there. available on NBC.com. They got yeah. the full series, and it's yeah. And well, I didn't, well I didn't know that at all. I just because I had recorded the first episode uh on uh on on our tv because it happened to come on and then you know months later we finally went to go record i didn't record the second episode because i'm an idiot and uh but luckily it popped up that it was there so yeah that was i think good. we should really we should record these on like vhs and watch them so we get the full <laughs> full grainy experience. effect <laughs> yeah <laughs> All okay. right, so uh, now, see, I'm not sure if I started my recording right time. So how does this start off for you? It starts you off that? with Steve flying in a helicopter with Oscar, and he's, like, daydreaming about Jamie. Okay, see, I didn't see that part. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I figured and then I it, missed a couple of minutes. Yeah, then Oscar kind of snaps him out of it. He's like, hey, it's, uh, you know, we're going, there's two underworld families going into business together. And he, then he kind of gives a rundown. Did you see that part? No. Like what the first mission is? No. I mean, I all did right. see the end of the first mission, but I did not see how it, what it was supposed to be all about. So I was trying okay. to figure that so out. Let me fill that in for you. So Oscar tells him two families, two underworld families, one stole top classified information and one stole top military equipment. So right there, I'm like, somebody's not very good at their job of protecting all this important <laughs> government information. Um, and then and he's like, all right, but they don't trust each other and they're going to be at each other's throats, but they need each other. So they got to kind of like exchange this information and, and equipment. So Steve's, Steve's job is to make sure something goes wrong. So the plans basically hope the two families get so worked up that they shoot each other. Um, and that's kind of what it seemed like. And then Oscar off, casu- casually asks, you got the plastic explosives? And Steve's like, yeah, right here. He's got it in like a, you know, drawstring bag, you know, right there. <laughs> Don't worry, and, it won't fall off out of this helicopter. <laughs> yeah, right. It won't bump <laughs> against anything. But um, So then Oscar gets all serious for a moment. He's like, Steve. And he pats him on the shoulder. Good luck, pal. <laughs> and he explodes. It was, like it was, yeah, it was like meant to be emotional. Chopper lands, Steve gets off, runs through the prairie, um, head, head to the two families, get out of their cars. Did you see this yet? Like, is this, yeah, tell this me is when where I picked this, up when he okay. spies two dudes and yeah, they're right. like coming out of the his, vans or whatever. His bionic eye zooms in yeah. and <laughs> I caught, I, I caught the two guys' names, like the two boss, my boss leaders. Oh yeah. Chest, 
Chester and Abe. Okay. So uh, Chester's like, oh no, he goes, Chester, Abe, you got the merchandise? You got the papers? So they start the exchange and then Steve's looking around, you know, so then he sees like a pile of like crates and trash or something. That's when he takes the plastic explosive and throws it like a football. Okay. See, when I saw this part, I didn't know about the plastic explosives. Yeah, I thought he just was. picked up a rock at first. <laughs> that's classic 70s television when you pick up a rock and throw it, it at some freaking crates. Launch it through the van. <laughs> it explodes. Yeah, so, so it exploded, and uh, that was the distraction. That's all he needed. Then they're like, I shouldn't have trust you. And right, like, which right, is funny that <laughs> a hand grenade comes out of nowhere, blows up a truck, and the guys automatically blame each other. Like, not some <laughs> yeah. other party, like maybe the military that they stole all this shit from. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, then, it had to be you. So you mentioned the truck, yes. Yeah. So the a van takes off, and Steve runs, runs after him. But they, I don't know, what he jumps out of the way or something? And he, yeah, he, he like, bionic jumps out back. of the way. Yeah. Huh? So he like he hurt his back or his legs or something. Well, yeah. See, so what happened? He got out of the way, but then he was running through like a barn that just happened to be out in the middle of nowhere, and the truck came out after him. I mean, he dove out of the way, but then the truck hit like a, a, a thing holding up an awning, basically, and the oh, awning okay. came down on his legs. I didn't see that because I saw him jump. I'm like, feel like yeah. he jumped three feet and he hurt himself. <laughs> I mean. The guy's well, jumping but see, over here's my thought. I already thought this. I'm like, wait, so this thing dropped on his leg and he automatically can't use his legs anymore. I mean, these are weaker <laughs> than real legs at this point. True. Because right. if that thing fell on my legs, I probably wouldn't be totally incapacitated. No, but, right. right. But, but he, he was still able strength. to launch another hand grenade or something through the window with his bionic yeah. arm. Again, the, that was and just then the some, guys just walk out of the truck. That was some leftover plastic explosives. Is that what it was? Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was a grenade. <laughs> And then they just yeah you're right the, the the van explodes, yeah like the windows blow out and then the two guys like open the doors and get out yeah they kind like of stumble a little to let you know that it was you know they they might have hurt them a little bit but they were fine yeah yeah and then the guy comes after Steve he's he's getting ready he's going to put a bullet in his head and um, Steve picks up one I guess one of those bars that fell on his legs <laughs> I don't know there's some lead pipe it, that's there yeah. He just whacks the guy across the legs with it. And then the, the chopper comes and scoops him up. Yeah. And the then, guy tries shooting. It, a, <laughs> and Oscar doesn't even, like, get out to help him. He just, like, lowers the thing down. Here, put this on yeah, yourself right. and get up here. They don't even land. They just lower the, Dude, work well, your way to first, this rope. At first, when I saw them, though, I'm like, how are, they, how are these guys going to land? Because there were a lot of power lines there. and But that's when they dropped the harness. So it actually probably was realistic that they wouldn't have been able to land. But you think that someone would have went down to help him since his legs didn't work? <laughs> well, it's not going to be Oscar because he's you know he's got a, he's the brain to the operation. He's, got he's to in stay charge. Healthy. But of course, they only send Oscar and one helicopter guy and no one else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's so, the whole point of the six million dollar man thing, right? Is that he's, he's, he's on his own. This. It's cheaper, even though they spent six million dollars on him. So and, and so and then here's the thing too: the his legs got injured. And then it actually caused him to pass out at some point. <laughs> right. So now you or me, it would, right? If our legs were crushed, we'd pass out we'd, from shock. 
Right. But his legs are bionic. He has no feeling in them, really, right? So that he shouldn't have passed out. I guess, right. I mean, unless he has feeling somehow. I don't know. I just, they, did they wire it in know. his brain for feeling? But yeah, it was weird. But they kept they, they're whispering, it's dangerous to bring him here. We, you know, we have to take necessary precautions. Well, He's unconscious. Yeah, they, they take um, him to the bionic hospital. That's what you're talking about. Right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But they're like whispering yeah. about him while he's right there. And, he's like uh, semi-conscious, and they're like, "You took a you took a big risk bringing him here." I'm like, "Why? Well, yeah. Where else is he it. supposed to go? Hey, he can't go hey. to Lutheran General Hospital or hey. whatever, yeah. like a body shop or something." Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, so they took him the only place they could take him. Yeah, and here and here, this is where things get awkward for me. So they're pushing him, you In know, semi-lucency. <laughs> yeah. They're pushing him down the hall in like a, a hospital bed or whatever. And then he sees Jamie in a room, right? Yeah. So he sees her in another bed laying across the hall. He's like, Jamie. <laughs> and at this point, I'm thinking like, they know enough that it's dangerous to bring him there, but they don't shut the door knowing and they that he's wheel coming. right by the room. They're like, there's nowhere else to go. Like, hey, we a, got Steve Austin coming. Everybody shut the doors in all the rooms. Yeah, pull the curtains. A, and this complex, as we see later, is gigantic. Yeah. Put her on a different floor. <laughs> yeah. Know, do some whole other wing. I don't know. It would, all right. But they take him to surgery, and he happens to pass by that door. So um, he wakes up, and he's, like, whispering still, Jamie. Yeah. Um, and, you know, <laughs> instead he sees Rudy standing over him, right? Hey, I ain't Which Jamie. Was, that was startling. <laughs> But, um, and then they're like, oh yeah, you're just delirious. You're messed up, man. You were on like all kinds of drugs and right. stuff you too. You were out so. for three days. <laughs> three yeah. days. Dreamt. That was a I dream. I wouldn't have been out for three days if my human regular legs were crushed. No, you're right. I think okay, you're maybe right. Maybe I would. I don't know. I mean, if I, they would have done, if they had to do surgery on me, yes, I would probably. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But, but they did. <laughs> did they say something like they needed a carload of parts to fix them up or something? Yeah, like that? yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, but but Oscar says he does. He did do a good job in his mission, son. Way to go! Yeah, still pull it off. He's yeah. like, "Sorry, I failed you." He's like, yeah. Are "You kidding me? You totally nailed it." And then so I guess pretty quickly after recovery, he's going for a walk with Rudy. Well, he wasn't walking; he was in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rudy was pushing him. And then I'm thinking, wow, Rudy really trimmed down. And I'm like, wait, is this a, is this the other Rudy? Is I think this, this the is new Rudy? Rudy number three at this point. Is it really? Yeah, I think they went through three. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I'm like, he looks a little older, a little thinner. Yeah. You know, but still kind of your basic Rudy. Um, yeah, I mean, then, yeah, close <laughs> enough. And then Rudy's like, all right, well, I got to go inside now. And he just leaves him out like in the middle of the <laughs> parking lot or something. You know? <laughs> Um, and then, so he starts to wheel around out there on his own, just checking things out. He sees a tennis cart and he's daydreaming again about Jamie. Um, and then like, as, as luck has it, he bionically sees her through a window. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> like, laughing. Like, I guess <laughs> there's like, <laughs> there's like 80 windows. He picks the one that she's in and he like. Zooms in and there she is, and they shut the curtains. And what does he? What does he do? He goes like, <laughs> right? He's like bionic. He's like bionically going like forty miles an hour in the wheelchair. The and wheels, then I'm like, the wheels are literally making noises like the Dukes of Hazard. He peeled out. 
Like he peeled out when he took off. But, but only then one thinking, of his arms is biotic. He would exactly, be going in circles. Exactly what I wrote down. I'm like, he would be spinning in circles. There's no way he could do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But, now, now, don't then, get me wrong. There are wheelchairs, like those guys that race. You ever see those guys who do the marathon? They freaking haul ass. But one, they're special wheelchairs. <laughs> Two, well, two, they don't peel out. And both of their arms <laughs> they build up are, speed. Yeah, both their yeah. arms are the same strength and they're freaking gigantic usually. And those yeah. guys haul ass. Yeah. And girls, I should say, not just guys, obviously. But but the, <laughs> this was just ridiculous because it was just like some hospital thing going. It was, it was funny. And they did that and it left like little skid marks. When they took <laughs> off. But then I'm surprised there wasn't like again, smoke. I'm like, again, they're they're not taking any precautions here. Who's in charge? And I'm thinking it's the same guy who's in charge of the top secret information and military equipment <laughs> that was stolen, who's in charge yeah. of like keeping Jamie out of sight because, yeah, and if he's in charge of things, we're just screwed. Um, so then, then he gets to the room and he like, there's a guard there and with like, without hesitation, he just smashes the guard into the wall Yeah, and then, um, <laughs> he gets in the room and it's somebody else. It wasn't even Jamie. Yeah. And then uh, Oscar's like, oh, you've been under a lot of stress. You can see how this might happen. Right. And I was at this point, I'm already like, why are they not telling him? You know? Right. He's obviously seen her twice now. Why are you going to make him more of a mess? Right. Yeah. Now it's not only your fiance's dead, but you're also going nuts. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> Then they cut to uh, Steve went for a jog, and Oscar's like, where do you go? Uh, over in Quadrant 2. And then Oscar's all like, oh, no, oh my God, call the cops. Security, security. And then they get the awesome bongo music. And I yeah. can't even do that. But, yeah. But, of course, he sees Jamie again <laughs> getting in an ambulance. Right. Like, what are the odds? Yeah. I mean, this, like it's I said, just, this complex is gigantic, and he's run across her three times. So, obviously, fate is saying something here, right? Yeah. But yes. um, that's when he goes and finds Oscar and basically threatens to throw him through the wall <laughs> if he doesn't yeah. tell him what the hell's going Which is, on. That's justified. He's basically, you know. Oh, no. Right. I'll yeah. kill you both if you don't tell me what's going yeah. on. And, uh, and then finally they cop to it. They you know, do. She did die technically. And then let me flash back to tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And Rudy tells a story. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, it's very medical. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So a young doctor is like, we can save her. We can save her. We can save her. She's dead. But no, her brain still works for several minutes. Well, I'm doing cryogenics, and then they. Well, we're arguing for five minutes while her brain is right. Exactly. Oxygen. So they do the operation. They have her on a blood pumping machine, which yeah. is like the same thing they use when they do open heart surgery and stuff, right? They bypass the heart. Right. Right. So my thought already was, well, why they need the cryogenics if they're already bypassing her heart to fix whatever the problem was. <laughs> so yeah. I, don't, I don't even know why. Good, good question. But regardless, it worked. They shocked her a couple of times and she woke up and she yeah. did sound a little bit like Darth Vader when she was breathing through that uh, mask. <laughs> did you know what yeah, I said? But, but, yeah. yeah. Which is I the think she was wrong on kind of mask. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't she be like what they call intubated where they actually put it down your into your lungs, right? I don't know. I'm I'm not that. If she was dead, I don't know. You would. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, but anyway, I do know that that this yeah. kid Michael had a 90 percent success rate with monkeys and his experiments. So right. So um, of course they yeah. should try it on a person. They should immediately. Yeah. Um. And and then oh, and then Rudy says like in the flashback, he probably just ad libbed this. He's just like, better tell Steve 
but Oscar didn't tell Steve. Yeah. So I think Rudy was like, well, I told him to tell you, but you know, he didn't do <laughs> yeah, it. Right. Yeah, he added that later. <laughs> that didn't yeah. really happen. Right. right. <laughs> but, so, yeah, uh, yeah they, Oscar, or was it Oscar or the doctor that says, well, she could have been a vegetable. We didn't want to tell you. We wanted to, we didn't want you to see her die twice or whatever. He's like, I'm a big boy. Well, then act yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, we, then he's then they're like, well, she just woke up. I'm like, wait, this was like a year ago and she just woke up? Yeah. I mean, I'm not it's saying like that, that wouldn't be possible, months. but no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying cuz it was it was uh obviously she almost died, so she could have been in a coma for a very long period of time, but um it just yeah. seemed weird. But anyway. But yeah, then it was so it was like a screaming match then and it, you know, and Steve's like, "Hey, you got to take me to see her." So finally they like, "All right." They could have avoided all that, you know, just said, hey, she made it. So um, and so then Steve's in Jamie's hospital room and she's out cold and he he like starts talking to her or wakes her up somehow. And she looks up at him and smiles and and she says, who are you? Which <laughs> and, was so predictable. Right, right. I thought, you know. which, yeah, which I was surprised yeah. that. She didn't recognize his chest hair with his zipper on his shirt open all the way down <laughs> to his belly button. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're in a hospital. Zip up. Jesus. Yeah. I saw that a couple times during <laughs> yeah, this. He did a He's couple not, times. You know, exposing a lot of chest hair in this episode. Right. Which I'm surprised there was no gold chains to go with it. But yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, I said it's predictable. But, yeah, this was 30 years ago. Maybe that wasn't predictable then maybe that was like no because back in the 70s everyone had amnesia on tv shows it was like (laughs) a thing that's true every soap opera every tv show right you know yeah and then they get hit in the head again and they remember everything that's how it works right you get get hit once you forget you get hit again it all comes back (laughs) if there's anything i've learned from cartoons growing up (laughs) is that's how it works you get hit by a goat one time in the face (laughs) And then a frying pan later. And you'll be <laughs> yeah, sad. exactly. But uh, so, yeah, so Rudy's there and he's like, there was some damage in the temporal lobe. Oh, no, they, they go back to like an office and they're looking through some papers. So before there's like there could have been some brain damage, but this was successful, blah, blah, blah. Now they're reading through a stack of papers as well. It looks like there was some temporal lobe damage. Right. Um, and uh, she's a clean slate as of two days ago. Or what you know, whatever. Yeah. So basically, her, will her will her memory return? Maybe not. We don't know. Yeah, and um, they're worried that if she remembers too much too quick, that she'll remember the pain of her dying, and that would right, make it and worse. It'd just be too much trauma for her. Yeah. Um, and so they decide not to tell her anything. Right. We're not going to tell her about Steve. You know about the relationship or where she lived or came from, what she did for a living. Nothing. I don't know why. I mean, some of that basic information would probably be okay. (laughs) Uh, You would think, but I don't know. We're not doctors or psychologists. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, I don't know. There's Steve was like rehabbing, doing some high jumps or so, or long jumps. Yeah. But you can only do like 30 feet. (laughs) (laughs) He's all pissed. It was 30 feet. He was mad. (laughs) And then, you know, of course he sees Jamie in the distance while he's doing that. Um, and then Oscar, you know, pretty much are trying to keep him away. Yeah. Oh, and wait, they, but uh, before we get too far, I want to say one thing. Cause, um, the other doctor is there, that Michael kid. Yeah. And, uh, Steve, I think Steve asked her, he's like, what, what's she like? You know, what's Jamie's like? He's like, well, she's like Jamie, but no memories, 
which I'm like, well, that's kind of weird because your memories are kind of what make you. So you would think if you lost all your memory, you wouldn't be the same person really, right? Yeah. So Makes that sense. was just – that's my uh, deep thought for the day. Um, and I, I thought she didn't seem like the same person when she was like in bad. She seemed like – I don't know. She seemed a little different to me. Well, she should. Not that I, I didn't know her. That was but, just good acting. Yeah, that was good acting. Um and already yeah, so at this was, point is Steve's getting jealous of the doctor though because they're hanging. Well, yeah, out. he's Rightly trying to move so. in. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong, <laughs> Rick. He's trying to move in on his girl. Um, but yeah, so Oscar comes. He's like, "Hey, I know you've been trying to hide this from me and everything, but now we need your help." Uh, she's getting her strength back, and she's vaguely aware of her bionics, which that makes no sense. And yeah, talk to her, help her understand. You know, let her let her know what this is all. That's cool. It's all, let her know what it's all about. So in the next scene, she's in the hospital bed um, and she's smiling and, and, and she has Michael. Are there many people that are bionic? <laughs> like she's from another. Like planet. everybody. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know. Yeah, today, most people are bionic. It's rare <laughs> that we don't see any. But yeah, I, I'm actually like, surprised you only have one arm that's bionic <laughs> at this point. I will give you, you give me another one, but upgrade. Yeah. he's like, no, only only you and Steve. And she said, oh, who's Steve? And then. uh I think Steve either walked in or he was in the room or when she said that. But at, at that point, it looked like like I even wrote down at this point, she has a crush on this doctor. Oh, yeah. Michael. Yeah. You, know, you saved. Um, but then uh, she does ask, ask Steve to, to show her his bionics. That's that's that clip. I right. Right. But first, you. I just want to say, yes. So this is what's going to happen. But first, you have to set the scene is. Steve walks in in his safari collection outfit because he like, looks like he's like ready to go right out and uh, find some giraffes. But hold yeah, on. I don't remember, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was chest hair showing here too. <sighs> Maybe. But anyway, yeah. So this is, yeah, this is her talking to Steve when uh, he walks in about bionics. And your bionic. Would you show me? So Which I thought, which I thought like, would you show me your bionic? So I was thinking at this point he was going to like roll up his skin. Right. Like, like we remember did with the like toys. The guy? Yeah, with the toy. <laughs> like it'll show like that module in his arm. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, he goes over, he goes over and he like bends a, a piece of metal on the, on the, on the bed. Yeah. So, it goes like, so you could hear the bending. Hey, yep. That's bionic. <laughs> so she's I already like a pro on bionics and it, she yep, just found out she had it. Yeah. <laughs> So she which, knows how to identify that. That's yeah, cool. which I would think, actually, though, if she did have no memories and she was bionic, I th- I would think her she'd be like all over the place, like kind of like how we were talking like the first time when we saw we watched the pilot episode. Like, I'm surprised Steve didn't like just throw people through the wall on accident because he didn't know how to control it yet. Yeah, right. So I'm surprised yeah. that she wouldn't do something like that too. Yeah, I mean, if she lost all her memory, um. But uh, so anyway, they, you know, yeah. So uh, da, 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 where are we at? <laughs> oh, so Dr. Michael says, you know, I'll leave you two alone to get acquainted. Yeah. And it's yeah. like holding his hand or something. Right. Which I already hand. thought, well, like, this is inappropriate. <laughs> the <laughs> doctor shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> this is not a normal relationship. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I put down Michael leaves uncomfortably because <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. And, and, and Jimmy starts talking and I don't know, she seems kind of like I don't know, spaced out. Um, and she's get, starting to get these like memory flashes of, right. s- of Steve. Yeah. Uh, 
But she doesn't say anything. She just has them in her head. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then um, she she bends the bar back on the bed. Yeah. And then he puts his hand on hers. Um. But I think she's like. And crushes it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she's like, uh, we're some, we're something special. So then it's a little confusing, right? Because like, does he, she, is she feeling she, something for Steve? Yeah, because she says she likes Michael and he's sweet, but he needs Steve's help since they are both bionic. So they right. shake hands to be friends, and then uh, they go out to the pool to go swimming. Oh, that. right, right. And, yeah, they went uh, out then, then she starts having flashbacks again about a wet Steve <laughs> like yes. chasing her in the rain. It's just in the environment, whatever. But environment she still doesn't say in. anything. I mean, and the thing is, is like she's she is the actress is making it obvious something's happening. You know, she's I, I, I mentioned yeah. this. I put this down in my notes later, but I'll say it now she did do a good job of faking having like some weird pain in their head with her eye roll she did a, i don't know how she did it like one eye would roll yeah, yeah. further back than the other so that was actually really cool um <laughs> but, <laughs> but i don't i don't understand why no one else noticed it and thought that maybe they should get her checked out yeah and, and then like and then jamie says oh look at michael he's so cute <laughs> and i'm like what like this is overkill now yeah. Um, and she says, I just want to gobble she, them up sometimes, but I feel like I yeah, have somebody. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like I have somebody else. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Right. And uh, go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say she was like, she heads over to talk to the doctor then. Yeah. And he th- throws her in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is getting really inappropriate. And I think this is the point. And I think I mentioned it in the last, in the end of the last podcast, when we talked about this one, how my wife watched this part, this first part. And this is where she's like, this is so dumb. Why would this doctor be doing this? You know, this you can't do this as a doctor. No, she thought right. it was very stupid. Yeah. Um, but I know they're trying to create tension, right? Because really, right. if you took that little bit of tension out, this whole first half, this whole first episode would be super duper boring because nothing happens. Right. So they're just, yeah, we're just trying to drive up her recover. The, yeah, or they're just trying to drive up the stakes and get people interested. Again, yeah. Uh, what year was this one? Probably so nine, ten year old me would have been bored to tears by now. Oh yeah, you know I probably like, didn't even watch this episode. Right? <laughs> no. just, I walked like, away. Oh god, a girl again. <laughs> the <Yeah>. girl. Why <laughs> yeah, is the right. girl on? <laughs> She's always got headaches. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Dealing. Do girls always have headaches, mom? Your mom just looks at you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, and then Steve's like to the doctor, he's had enough of the scrub. He's like, all right, what what are your intentions? Um and the doctor at first he's like, ah, oh, it's just, you know, your typical doctor patient syndrome. You know, I saved her life. Um, but then he's like, you know what? She's fair game. It'd be good to be, you know. Right. And Steve's like pretty calm about it. He's like, all right, we'll let nature take its course and see which way it right. goes. At this point, Steve should have taken his bionic arm and launched him up to the fourth floor window. That's what I was saying. I would have <laughs> peeled off his arms and legs and beat him with them. You know, right. I, I mean, I mean he no. knows that they they were getting married. I don't understand why he would even. Yeah. And like, that's not cool, Doctor Michael. Right, not and they cool. know each other, it seems like, right? It's not like this is the first time he's met Michael. It seems like he knows who he is. Yes, I, I mean, yeah, so. he knows, I don't know, friend of a friend, you know, through through Rudy. But yeah. Um, but then we cut to them practicing a high jump where they're basically high jumping over a pole vault bar because it's like yeah, 
18 feet that's what in the I, air. I like are they are they high jumping or are they pole vaulting but you're right they're, they're pole vaulting without or, the pole or, or, <laughs> but she and misses and he tries up. to he basically launches her over then he's like here take my hand you know give you a bionic boost yeah and he it was it was kind of poorly cut you can tell that she obviously just went over his shoulder <laughs> It was a uh, it was a time killer, I think. Yeah, exactly. Some, um, but in, and then they go back to the doctor's office, and Michael, the doctor, is like, "I think they should take her back to her hometown." And I'm like, "That's th- that's against kind of his play right there." But and then Rudy's like, "Is that because you're trying to resolve a personal issue?" But I was thinking, no, that's that's the opposite of what he should want. And then Oscar's like, all right, but I think Steve should take her. So Steve, and then Steve's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what the, this is like backwards. Steve right. should be like, yes, let's go back to our hometown where we grew up. Yeah. But it, it seems funny because back. earlier they're like, we don't want to stimulate too many of your memories. You know what? Let's take her back to where she grew <laughs> up. <laughs> True. Yeah. Where she'll and by the everything. way, the town name is Ohi. Yes, I said it wrong last time. My wife has corrected me. Oh, what did you say last um, time? I don't know, but I like or something. <laughs> don't know. I should have probably looked it up before we talked on the episode last time. But um, eh, but anyway, he says <laughs> Oscar tells him to keep her off the streets. What are you going to do? Lock her in a closet? What's the point of going take, back home? Take then? her to town and keep her off the streets. Yeah, and they even say okay. Steve is worried about going there is going to do more harm than good. But they still go. Oh, but Michael wanted to come. The, they're like, nope. <laughs> and I think the entire town thinks she's dead. Right? I mean, yeah. No, exactly. So, right. Okay. All right. I'm so sure they had a funeral as, for her. As they're walking, they're about to leave. Michael's walking her to the car and they kiss. Right there, my bionics would have just <laughs> gone nuts. I would have just like decked him. Oh, sorry, man. I, I'm, my legs are still twitchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get a bionic foot in the ass when something like that happens. Um, and then I'm thinking – they're kind of beating a dead horse now at how often they say this could bring her back to Steve or this could be bad for her. Like scene after scene. Now they're saying anything to do with her memory could be, could bring her back to Steve or it could be tragic. Right. So, all right, let's go back to the hometown. And then, uh, that, that wraps up part one of two part episode here. Yeah. But let's continue. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, so they do the road trip in this station wagon Right, and this dad truck. I mean, what? What? Steve is an astronaut still. He should still have a badass sports car of some sort driving her there. They have no luggage. Did he, did he have, have a Corvette before? What did he have before? I don't remember. Yeah, I'm he sure. should have something, but not a damn station wagon like an old man. Yeah, and then they pass I do the like how she's driving. They're driving. She's looking out the window. She's like, "It's beautiful country." And there's like they're like in the middle of the desert. There's like nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> and then she sees the, with, that, the sign with his name on it. Remember? Oh, yeah. She's like, astronaut Steve Austin. Wait, you're an he astronaut? He never told me that. <laughs> so, like, oh, yep. And then I'm, uh, all right, that was the end of that. And then they go to his place, and first thing she does is call Michael. I'm like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> she just uh, left the Steve guy. Steve should have said, oh, sorry, my phone's out. <laughs> <laughs> Rip it out of the wall. Yeah. And then uh, he hands her this like tiny glass of orange juice and she gets a flashback of when she broke the glass. And yeah. Lots of flashbacks, like all over the place. It was yeah. actually start, start get to be too much, too many flashbacks. <laughs> um, but she gets off the phone and they go for a walk. And, um, but my, my question at this point was, 
when was the last time Steve was at his house? And how does he still have OJ in the fridge? How fresh was that orange juice? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. could have sure. Remember, they had that frozen concentrate kind of maybe he right, whipped up a mix. You know? I guess he could use his bionics to stir it really quickly to get it mixed <laughs> up. Like, yeah. like when he used his bionics to saw the logs <laughs> <laughs> or the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then she asked, they're on a walk. She's like, she asked Steve what she thinks of Michael. I'm like, what? Yeah. What do you think of Michael? He's such a dreamboat, isn't and, he? <laughs> and then he's like, I, I like him. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> but whatever. So he just takes it a lot better than I do, I think. That's why. I mean, I probably wouldn't qualify to be an astronaut either. Um, so he's just a better man. Uh, so then she gets another flashback, jumping over the tractor. And then they go to the lake. And um, she's like, did you ever get the feeling you've been somewhere before? Um, and then she's like, oh, you know, I want to go to town. Let's make sure we go to town. And then they go over to the tree. What did you think of that whole tree scene? So the tree scene, I remember that. I think I remember. I don't know if it's just because. Did we see them engrave their names in it? I think I kind of feel like we did. Maybe. But, yeah, that was kind of goofy. But. Yeah, I, she's what at this point almost thirty. You're not carving your damn name in a tree. That's, that's <laughs> Jamie and question mark. I don't yeah, know. so she car she covers their Jamie and yeah. Steve heart. Right. So she doesn't see it, and then she carves in her own thing with her nail. <laughs> um, it was just yeah. I don't know. You're right. right. And at this that's point, the- right after this, <laughs> right. This is so boring so far. Yeah, <laughs> like nothing is happening. Yeah. And then and then they go back to the house and like Steve calls his dad. Yeah. They have like the father son moment on the phone. Yeah. Um, and then he notices Jamie's gone. She was out like petting a horse or something, and now she's not out there anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're, well, first they're spying on her through the binoculars and splitting what is maybe a beer. Was that what they were supposed to be splitting? Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was like I a can, like an old tin cans, which the beer came in back then but it was like black liquid coming out of it i'm like we're drinking <laughs> oil <laughs> well, well know, dad i need this for my bionic legs you want to swig <laughs> yeah, right. it'll do you good yeah it'll keep you lubricated if you know what i mean so then yeah so then she they she head to town he sees the gates open so she must have gone to town so he like bionically runs after her right and he doesn't bother jumping in a car he's just gonna <laughs> right. run through this town i'll just at run 60 to town. miles an hour <laughs> and no uh, notice so, anything weird so she's walking around and some old lady's like doesn't that look like jamie summers <laughs> and then um she hears some people playing tennis she goes over and she like plays this guy in tennis and he recognizes her as like a tennis pro yeah, after she beats she's, him yeah she's like what what are you talking about and you know, and then she's getting flashbacks again, and Steve so, shows up, and she's like, "I wish Michael was here." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> Steve, pack it up." So, <laughs> Steve takes the racket, launches it into the next state, and <laughs> takes her to the hospital. Yeah, uh, yeah. So back at the hospital again, another Steve dad moment. Right. So here's my question about the hospital. So Steve goes, takes her to the hospital, understandably, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, get have her get checked out because she's you know, having an aneurysm again or whatever. He's in the hospital waiting room. All of a sudden you're, uh, Captain Steve Austin. Oh, actually it's a female Captain Steve Austin. You have a phone call. 
He goes to get the phone call and says, Dad, how does his dad know he's at the hospital? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, son, I found you. What? Or something. I, mean, I called every bionic hospital in the area. Yeah, exactly. I, I figured you went to the hospital after Jamie ran away. I don't know. It's yeah. just, anyway. I um, lost my track. Of where <laughs> yeah, well, she's, she's sleeping and dreaming and more flashbacks and remembering. Oh, yeah. yeah no, wait. no, wait. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to do that. But so, right, because his dad calls. How's he know he's there? Because his dad then asks him, Hey, did you find her? Well, then why are you calling the hospital? How do you know? (laughs) There, I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, see, I I, like glossed over that. (laughs) That's pretty good. I didn't pay attention. It's like another moment where he's talking to his dad. I don't really see how this is relevant. (laughs) No. Um, But yeah, then she's having these like nightmares or whatever, and she screams, and Steve rushes in, nurse rushes in. And she's like, she remembers that Steve, or she's like, oh, I see what happened. You brought me home. I grew up there. And it was to help me remember, but it brings so much pain that I just want to move forward and never go back there again, leave all my life behind. Um, She's like, I I remember I love someone, but um, you can help me by, by helping me leave things behind. I'm like, yeah, it's over, Steve. You're done. And um, See, she's at like, this we, point, it, I'd be like, yeah, you did. It was me. We were going to get married. Here's our freaking invitation. <laughs> right. But you went all batshit crazy. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it's okay. It's my fault totally because as I said in the last episode, I threw you out of an airplane basically. You shouldn't have been skydiving. You were a pro tennis player, but I did it anyway. And then I had him throw bionics in you, which basically killed you. So right. either way, yes, it turned out right. Uh, and then she goes right back to sleep. Oh, yeah. she she said before before that she says I need to get back to work. Yeah, using my bionics. Right, and then she went to sleep. Um, and then in the next, what I love about this is like every scene where Rudy, Steve, and Oscar are together, it's like a new room where they're <laughs> like investigating something or monitoring something or it's just it's always like some kind of high tech room. So now they're. They're in a room and they're watching tapes of Jamie. Um, and Rudy has like no filter. He's like, yeah, Michael's procedure really helped her, uh, helped her bionics, uh, helped her personally. And, you know, his presence has been helpful. I'm like, thanks, Rudy. <laughs> Steve's heart is like crushed. Yeah. And he's talking to Michael, but. Then, well, you know, if you remember back to the original pilot movie, watch Rudy did seem to have a crush on Steve. Yeah, it was a different Rudy back then, but yeah. the way he talked about him. True. Steve is the finest specimen man ever made. <laughs> He's a man's man. And that was Good before guy. he had bionics. <laughs> yeah, so um, so Oscar's like, yeah, I got an urgent, dangerous job for, for both of you. Yeah. So, Look, yeah, you're still re- having flashbacks. Ready. We're going to put you in one of the most dangerous situations we could figure out. So right, that'll help. Right. You're completely unstable. This this will work. Um, so there's some oil guy with a militia or something. Yeah. And they're going to go skydive in and, I don't know, foil Blow up some man. weapons. Yeah, he yeah. had some weapons stash or whatever. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> so immediately they show them in, a, in the airplane all done up. I'm like... This is how she almost died. <laughs> put her back in the damn airplane. And then she starts having flashbacks of right. that actually happening. 
Yeah. That's a good move right before you go on this mission. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, you got bionics because you almost died going on an airplane. Go! <laughs> <laughs> right, jump. And then Steve, you know, like suddenly Steve's like, we're at the do- drop zone. Let's go. And he like, she didn't want to go. And he like pushed her off the plane. Yeah. She was like screams. And um, uh, what do I have? Then they free fall together for a while. Oh, and then they their parachutes deploy. And they're like, bright red white and blue i'm thinking like if you're parachuting in you're trying to be like not too discreet right wrong colors i mean that's and why go at day time true. True. <laughs> should have been at night could have drove in i yeah. guess well as an uh, island i think they had to fly in but oh, okay so then they run through the weeds seems to be a lot of weeds <laughs> through the weeds <laughs> and um and a tree a nice tree has fallen so they can hide behind that and they, she starts having these flashbacks again. And at this point, I'm like, she's just nuts now. She's gone crazy. <laughs> well, um, and so Steve uses his bionic eye, and he sees the bad guy getting, you know, getting out of this Corvette. And um, and he's like, Hey, Jamie, what are they saying? Like, maybe you should start using your bionics. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got a bionic ear. <laughs> <laughs> so she listens to them, and and basically, it's some kind of alluded scheme where. See this door right here? They're they're monologuing at the door. See this door right here? I just put in these. There's a switch here and a switch in the control room. They got to both be turned on at the same time. Otherwise, the weapons will blow up when someone opens the door. Here's exactly everything you need to do to foil yes. this plan. <laughs> right out in the open. It was, it was great. And really what it boiled down to is they both had to flip the switch at like I don't know, 140, right? Um, That's what time she said. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So I'm thinking like, you know, they, they didn't sync watches or anything. It's like well, 140. She had, her, she had her Casio. No. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it wasn't I, I didn't realize there was a clock on the on the machine, but I'm not right. sure why. But, of course, but, she didn't synchronize her watch to that. So she has no, no idea right. if that watch is the same time as hers. Yeah. Who knows? And then I didn't get this. So she just strolls up to the dude and is like. Well, well, yeah. So I right because she was going to pretend to be a reporter going to get an interview, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, what is she just running in and going to go like up there? But it looks like she ran around to the front gate to to get let in by some guy to get an interview. Oh, so she didn't just cruise? No, I right. thought so too. But yeah, no, I, don't, I must have missed that. I don't yeah. know because I'm like, how did he like? Because suddenly. Like the guy kind of knew her. He's like, "Oh, Miss So and So." Yeah, I think yeah, because I think she went to the front gate and said, you know, gave her, you know, no credentials, they but said who she was. Okay. Yeah, but anyway. All right, that patched up some holes for me. Yeah, but remember that's they good. said that this guy was kind of a ladies' man, so that's why she was gonna, she should do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And immediately, he's like, "Jamie." She's like, "He's like, what should I call you?" She's like, "Oh, Jamie. What a lyrical name." I'm like, "Come on." <laughs> <laughs> And, but then, right. but then they did cut to Steve um, booking through the weeds, and I'm like, why is he wearing dress shoes? Because look, like he was wearing dress shoes, and but then later they do cut to him. He's wearing gym shoes, so they did switch some point that uh, while he was running. So. Oh, very very observational. Again, I didn't yeah. notice that, I but I did notice he was doing a whole hell of running around while she was just kind of strolling. He's running and jumping and like <laughs> trying to get places and. She's yeah. walking casually with the guy. Um, he invites her to dinner. Yeah. And then she gets more flashbacks, right? But but then she's like, hey, 
you must have a control room around here somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's let like, oh, go, yeah, let me take you there. Let me go see your main pre- uh, point of operations. By the way, I never showed That's you any That's where the ID. other switch is. <laughs> right. And I don't have a, you know, notepad or tape recorder. No, but, exactly. Yeah, but so he takes her to the control room and she's kind of looking around and um, – then she's like sees the switch, right? Or she's like eyeing the switch, and then she's like, uh, "What does this one do?" And he calls her name. He's like, "Jamie," and then she again <laughs> freaks out, right? Like uh, she, and she spends takes more off time. And she's like, some, I gotta help Steve. Steve's in trouble. That's the problem. Yeah. She yeah, she's making no sense, and then she's running all over this facility. Upstairs, downstairs, I was confused as to where she was at. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, she he comes after her and he catches up to her, and then she launches him against the wall, which oh, yeah. just happens she to be the, right next to the emergency phone where he can call for help. So he the calls, bright red phone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. In the meantime, Steve's over by the switch looking at his watch and the big clock on the switch going, uh, is it time to pull it yet? Is it time to pull it yet? And then he pulls the switch and nothing <laughs> right. happens. But I'm like, wait, I thought it would blow so he, up. So he does it again. Yeah. Yeah, it said if you didn't pull them both at the same time, the whole place would blow. But I, I guess what they meant was you had to pull them both at the same time to deactivate because then when you open that safe next to it, then that would blow. But oh, here's okay. my question. Why are the weapons outside the building? <laughs> Why are they not inside the main control room? But whatever. I don't know. Oh, my God. But now Jamie's uh, really... You know, like you said, she's really having major flashbacks, flashbacks, which, again, she went through trauma. I get it. I'm not, you know, but um, he Steve sees her running through. Um, so he goes start chasing her, chasing after her, basically. Um, right, right. And at this point, I'm like, neither of those two doctors should have let her go on this mission. They are terrible <laughs> doctors. Yeah. Poor judgment all around. Yeah. And then Steve catches up to her and the guys are coming after him and he pulls a steam pipe off the wall and he sprays them with hot steam so they run I away. I did like that. I always like a hot steam scene. Right. And, and then that's the end. That's the end of the mission is just aborted because now yeah. they're back at the hospital. Yeah, maybe they'll try again. I don't know how, yeah. what they're going to do. But yeah, they're back at the hospital. Steve's like, yeah, she's having all those crazy flashbacks again. And... uh He's he's basically like, screw it. I'm out. Yeah. He's like, I, mean, I know I, it's I, me. She can't be with me. I'm fucking her up. I'm too I'm too hard to handle. Yeah. I'm Steve Austin. Yeah. Um so he basically he bows out. He's like, you know, she's gotta go take her to the Colorado Springs facility and um, you know, we'll live our separate lives. Right. And I did like the line right? he used about himself. He's like, I can read my own telemetry because <laughs> you know, he's gotta use uh, astronaut speak. And he says, yeah, you know, yeah, right. Me being there is obviously the problem. And, you know, when he says that thing about Colorado Springs, Michael's, of course, like, oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah, we should definitely go to Colorado Springs. Sounds perfect. I'll, I'll take her over there. Don't worry about it. I'll keep an eye on her. That's right. And then, and then, yeah, and Steve's like, to Michael, there's like a sappy moment. He's like, you know, I don't know what he said. Something about, I don't know. There was something like you did something with your hands. Now I'm putting your in your hands. I don't know. Something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he tells Michael basically he's putting her in his hands, which is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But first I'm going to bionically crush your skull. And then <laughs> right, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'd be like, hey, I'm putting it in your hands. 
However, <laughs> if she comes out of this and you guys are getting married, you are dead. Literally, not just to me. <laughs> yeah, right. It will be an accident. Yeah. Right. And, and then, then the, um, then what happened? And then the doctor basically drives off with Jamie in their little sports car, all smug, like looking back, you know. Yeah. And that's pretty much yeah. how it ends. Yeah. It was a sad moment, but this frees up Jamie for her own show. And, uh, well, that's and, what I was. I meant to look you know, up. No, like, no ties assuming, to. Yeah, I'm assuming this is where it leads right into their show, her show, right? I would think. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know either. We'll see. We'll see. Natural. It's a natural. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like that's why. That's why they staged it like that. They. So what I had read was that the uh, audience liked that first episode so much that they asked. You know, the producers find a way to bring her back and we'll give her her own show. So that's what they that's what they did. Gotcha. Cryogenics. Yeah. OK, because then, yeah, the first episode is called Welcome Home, Jamie, where she just coming to terms with the loss. She moves to Ohio with Steve's parents. What? What? <laughs> that's what it says about the first episode. What happened to Michael? Didn't work out. Yeah, or Colorado Springs. This must be after it. Yeah, Colorado Springs. That's oh, where yeah. they were going to okay. go. So she, so she goes back to her hometown. I guess. And lives with Steve. Isn't that going to bring back some memories? That well, just, at this point, um, she's come to terms with the memory loss, they said. So we have to right. actually see it. See. Yeah, all right. But that would make okay. sense because this was cool. September yeah. 1975, and then that was 1976 when that show started. Okay. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm to looking to see if, out. yeah, I don't see her showing up anywhere again before that. Yeah. Exciting. Okay. I think that, yeah. So <laughs> that wraps up this that episode wraps up, of yeah. Six Million Dollar Man. And the, the Bionic um, Woman origin arc. So right. then she gets her own show. Now she has her own show and we'll explore and, that at some point. Yeah. I don't, it didn't. And then last ne- next week, long. next week, do we have a, do we have a show picked out? No. I know we talked about a couple. We did? Oh. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. We're like, yeah, let's do the, we said, let's do the $6 million man one and then let's do something else. But I don't remember. So we'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. I'll get that air. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what everyone would love to hear is just us talking about for a few minutes. What should we talk about next time? but anyway one thing i didn't want to say is like the memory i had of bionic woman um like the character is her being i I don't i don't know how to come up but like kind of boring no like and i'm like and not watching this i didn't well this episode for sure i didn't think she was necessarily boring this is just you know she had brain uh memory loss or whatever but uh I'm wondering if a lot of it is just my memory as being a young boy going, I don't want to watch a girl running around doing stuff. No, you know, it's it's funny you say that, though, because I, I think I kind of remember it the same way. Right. And um, now, again, we it, haven't watched any Bionic Woman episodes. Right. So it could be that. And I could see how, and I, I don't know for sure, but I could see how um, a show in this era would make the women's, women's 
women's stuff more boring in a sense. Like not as exciting. I don't know. Is that I know it sounds stupid, but um, maybe that's why because the I show just they just didn't have cool stuff happening a lot of times. I don't know, but I, again, I could be totally wrong. Yeah, I remember the, the thinking as a kid, the bionic eye. I'm like, Steve Austin has the better bionics. He's got a bionic eye. She's got a bionic ear. I'd rather have a bionic eye. Um, but that could have been childhood bias. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't think I'd really want. I don't. I don't want either. But you know, it's almost like a superpower, I suppose. Um. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if she's boring or not. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, like I said, I didn't think so here. Watching it now. No. Um, did you? Oh, by the way, did you ever watch the Bionic Woman? They brought that back, like not long ago. It was from two thousand seven. No. No, but I saw that. I didn't even know they brought it back. Yeah, I watched it. It wasn't very good. Um, yeah. It uh, I, it wasn't terrible, but it, oh, part of it was it happened during the strike, the w, uh, uh, Writers Guild strike, so that didn't help it. But um, so, like, some hobo wrote the script. No, so no, I think that just kind of ended up killing it early too. So, oh, okay, like it started and then it went. Maybe, to yeah. Okay. But um, I thought you were like, you know, they just someone wrote this during the strike. And... No, no. <laughs> but uh, I do remember watching it. I don't remember if I saw all of them, but um, yeah, they were all right. But anyway, yeah. yes. So, yes, that is it for the return of the Bionic Woman episode of the Six Million Dollar Man. And what do you think overall? OK. It was OK. It was yeah. Boring. Personally, I've seen better. It was too I've much better. Ones. Too much melodrama, too much soap. Soapy stuff, I think. Uh, and the flashbacks drove me nuts after a while. <laughs> I mean, like three, four, maybe five. Sure. Just tell her you, you, yeah, you are. Who cares? She's not yeah. going to be any worse than she is. Exactly. Anyway. All yeah, right. It was okay. There are better ones, but uh, it'll do. Yeah, it'll <laughs> I, do. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so check us out on uh, iTunes. Uh, Facebook, I used to watch this. Um, Twitter, I used to watch this with the number two. Instagram, I used to watch this. And I used to watch this.com. And do we have 10 like written no. notes yet? Only, no, right. no, 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 no. We're only at nine reviews, period. So, all right. So let's get, <laughs> can we get one more? Like if someone does, if the next person who does one, and claims it, we, we should give him a prize. Like a, <laughs> we don't have an any prizes to give. You get an autographed Mike and Mike photo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so whoever does it, send us an email, and I'll come up with some kind of prize. It'll be <laughs> super lame, but we'll do it. Number okay. 10. All right. All right, All right. So that's it for this episode. Uh, I am Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll uh, talk to you next time. Bye.